Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. Tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It's got to build up. Coming. <laughs> well, <Andy. laughs> welcome, After Buzzers, to the Biggest Loser After Show. It is season 17, episode 6, and it is Makeover Week. Uh, I'm your host, Shaka Smith. You can find me at Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and I'm joined by my two beautiful co hosts. I was just getting my life. Sorry. <laughs> this is a classic. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, McCall Hall. You can find me on social media at So McCall Hall. When sports and pop culture collide, it's the McCall Hall of Fame. Wow. And you chose the song, too. McCall chose yeah. that song. I was feeling it. Uh, this is Chris Howard. You can reach me at, at Chris Howard Live or LegendaryLivingDaily.com for motivational, inspirational tips and the LegendaryLivingTV.com. For my YouTube channel, so uh-huh. well, it's a mouthful. <laughs> well, let's get into it, guys. This was like it was makeover week, and the, everyone really came out of their show. They did, right? didn't they? Strut out. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So awesome I, to see. Well, yeah, what was your thought? Because it was actually a different kind of uh, different look of an episode. Well, I'll, I'll let you kick it up. Oh well, thanks, McCall. Um, <laughs> so, no, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was. Uh, it was really neat to see how far they've come. And I think that's, yeah. you know, this episode was like the before and after picture. Yeah. And, um, and and they literally did that for contrast every time because uh, th- there were two entrances that the, each of the participants of the contestants made. So first to the trainers and Bob and then secondly to their family. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So they came out dressed up and each time they showed the video from day one when they first arrived. And so it was neat to see that contrast, you know, to say, here's where we were, here's where we are. Yeah, Yeah, and and how cool was it to walk these guys into Vivian Westwood, you know, this sort of like swanky, very high-end store. You know that store. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the store, yeah. And to to get these guys like really done up, because I'm sure a lot of them hadn't even heard of it. Yeah. I mean, look, for most of us, look, I'm not shopping at Vivian Westwood very often, right? So if if you're telling me I finally get to go to Vivian Westwood and I can actually fit the clothes, it's like a double blessing. It's. I don't even know if they fully understood the magnitude of the store they were walking into. Yeah. Um. But it, it was. It was major. It was major. Yeah. I think what's major is I think we've got you. You're gonna. You're gonna put your application in for the greatest. The uh, biggest loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you guys are showing out Vivian Westwood. Oh, sign me up. She's in. And yeah. I loved the. I, just, I thought that they were. They were confronting themselves as new people. I think I forget who made the quote. Um. They said that now, or Tim Gunn, Tim actually, Gunn, what they yeah. brought in. He said, now their brains get to perceive the change they've made. Yeah. What, what do you think about Tim? Tim is 
is a character. First of all, he's so seasoned. He's he's a legend in reality television and in, in the fashion world and whatnot. Um, Tim did an excellent job of, of making sure that he hit that emotional point for each one of them. Mm-hmm. And Tim, like we were discussing this before we came in here, <laughs> Tim has a way of presenting his thoughts to you. But every one of his thoughts, whether it's you are hot, um, you know, you look stunning. He did it in a way where they really understood it and felt it and really appreciated it. And, yeah. it, and each mm. each comment he made about the contestants, I really feel like, because I don't think he's known them for that long. Yeah, you know what is. I mean? Like, but he, I, I got the sense that he knew what they needed to hear in that moment. Yeah. That really solidified that major change they were going through. And I think that I guess with what they are doing, they're so raw emotionally that you you can probably just feed off of their emotions and kind of really get a sense of what they are going through, just being in close contact with them. Right. Yeah. And they're not only going through the the uh, physical transformation, but also the coaching. And that's what I, I, yeah. I saw Tim as being kind of half life coach, half fashion uh, guru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he really played that off well because he was, you know, what he says, look in the mirror and, and look at that, look at that person. And what do you, what, what, what do you say to that person? And what would mm-hmm. she say back to you? I mean, that's essentially those are therapeutic techniques that he's woven seamlessly into his fashion mm-hmm. work, which I thought was very, very cool. So really, really appreciated his role. And something that uh, for me, I, Colby won me back over this this episode, and it started with talking to Tim, and he was a little nervous about shaving the beard, and we found out that he was kind of afraid of shaving the beard because his father had died, and that was something that he would touch to remember his father because he had touched his father's beard, I guess, mm-hmm. when he passed. That was the away. last thing he touched. He yeah. said on his father was a beard, yeah. And so that was hard to hear. And then they go to Ken Paves, and he gets that haircut. What did you think about the whole hair deal? Well, hair is a very important part. I think yeah. people... Ask look, the presidential candidates right now. They, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Ask Trump. Hair yeah. is very important. Hair, eyebrows, those things really frame the face. Mm-hmm. And when your face is undergoing transformation due to weight loss, what you need from your hair totally changes. You know, there's a saying, the bigger the hair, the smaller the waist. Mm-hmm. So I was interested to see what mm-hmm. they were going to do with the women, especially with their hair selections. And they all looked fantastic yeah. hair-wise. That's really interesting because, and uh, the hairstylist pointed that out. I've I got to remember his name. I've got it written down here because he's, Ken, he's Ken spectacular. Paves. Yeah. Ken Paves, yeah. Um, spectacular hairstylist. But he said when, when you put on weight, you hide behind the hair. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you lose it, you want to make an impact with yeah. that hair. Right. Yeah. And one so, of the things I heard when as they're coming down, they're doing all the re- the reveals. Every single person said, "I'm now the person I felt like I was inside." Everyone felt like they were finally catching up to that image of themselves inside. Who was the most remarkable transformation for you guys? Ooh, I have mine. Okay, go ahead because I'm still really? thinking about. I'm on the fence. I'll let it out, Stephen. I was shocked by Steven. Yeah, he's been kind of a quietly kind of, and all of a sudden you see this ridiculous change, right? Yeah, and you know what? This is the first episode. I'm I'm very ashamed to admit what I'm about to admit, Uh, but this is, I didn't realize, I didn't make the connection that Steven and Jackie were together. That, 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 yeah. Here we are on episode six. They're making out. And, yeah, they're making out. But, but they keep know. showing these wedding hey, photos. We're, Chris is like, what? We're in Hollywood. We've seen it all, right? So I thought nothing of it. I didn't uh, want to make any and assumptions. And I actually won't fault you on that because oh, I, thank I you. Shaka cool. saving me. Well, Stephen's been kind of, I gotta say, a little bit of a boring character. They, they haven't really, like, really trumped him up. He hasn't really been super, like, enigmatic. So he's kind of fallen under 
the radar where I see him, I know he's on the show, but sometimes I forget about Steven. Uh, you know? We said that before, like I think yeah. like two or three episodes ago, you and I yeah. posted that. But he's coming out and he's looking, I'm coming out. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it is, and the personalities. Man, he, uh, he looks good. What yeah. did you like about Steven? Good. Did you like the outfit, the haircut? I mean, what really set it off for you with Steven? I think, well, well, with Steven, he said something where he said, he said, I feel like Steven again. I feel like yeah. me again. Mm. And then it showed a picture of him when he was playing and hockey he when he was a close. kid. Yeah, like. And you could see that, uh, I, I'm going to sound corny here for a second, but you could see that eye of the tiger, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah. And I only say that because lo- I told you you look like uh, Lila Ali. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and, and Lila, she said that she could take you. So. Uh, <laughs> don't get me beat up. <laughs> don't get me beat up. I, well, no, I know. I, I, you said, don't say it on air. I said, okay, but you just said it. How could I not say that she challenged Lila Ali to a fight and said she could do it here at AfterBuzz? Last I, comic standing. Yeah, we'll get them. We'll get her in the next episode. Last comic but, standing. But, um, no, but, but the that that eye of the tiger. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. coming out. That that's and and I saw that coming out in a lot of them on this episode. They're starting to feel who's really underneath that confidence. The confidence, yeah. And what's what's interesting is I thought of you uh, while I was watching it. Um, in my bedroom alone last night. Uh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Didn't mean that. But no, but I thought of you. Well, yeah, there's a little. No, um, I thought no, but I did think of you while I was watching it because we've had so much uh, back and forth about uh, talking about the emotional states and the the mental side of this. Uh, but they they're all coming around to the mental side, improving their mental game by improving the physical game. So you see how hand in hand they go. Yeah. They're de- um, in fact, I heard uh, one of them saying, because I was listening to it again on the, on the ride over here, and I heard one of them saying, uh, you know, I, I'm starting to believe all those things that I was telling myself that I, I am worthy, that I'm uh, worth uh, loving. That mm-hmm. I'm, and, and why do they get there? Because they're loving themselves through the process of so taking critical. care of yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself? And, you know, look, I'm a woman, all right? <laughs> and... and when you finally see that guy and he's all put together, it just sets it off for you, right? Now, shout out to the 90s and hip-hop. Who remembers Big Pun? Oh, yeah, Big Pun, yeah. You know, not a player, I just crush a lot. Roberto reminds me of Big Pun. But he came out tonight looking like Rico Suave. He was ready. He looks so good when he came. I mean, they took the beard and transformed that beard. Because yeah. the beard... Looked like a sheep's behind. Yeah, I wasn't feeling his beard when he first got to the ranch. He looked like he was one of the you know animals. Out <laughs> definitely, there, right? not, definitely not metrosexuals yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they cleaned him up and gave him a little tan and had that suit nice and fitted. That Italian cut look. He had. That if look. anything goes wrong with his marriage after the ranch, <laughs> holla, holla, holla. And it, it also reminds me of Colby. They shaved the beard, and it was you know he was. It, it for me that represented a very emotional um, hurdle that he had overcome. Mm-hmm. For sure, you know, it, it wasn't he wasn't clean shaven, but it really got rid of that sort of reliance on that beard. And yeah. I noticed when he was talking about his father, he would do this even when the beard mm-hmm. was gone. And you know, so you could see that it's the remnants are still there, but to get to that point was also a point of healing for him. Yeah, yeah you you wanted to make that point earlier, and somehow we yeah. missed it. But it was yeah, because it was it was a big metaphor. For yeah. this transformation with his father, for, with his father, and all yeah. that he had been through, and it, what was interesting was 
the recognition of that by both, uh, let's see, who was it? I think it was both Tim as well as the... Uh, Here's the, Alice, Ken. Wait, Ken. Yeah. Ken, I'm sorry. I, I love you. Um, <laughs> because you do good work. You do <laughs> spectacular work for sure. Um, you rocked Aaron's hair. Um, but when uh, they both mentioned that, you know, it's this plays an important part of your life. Maybe you should keep it. Mm-hmm. And then he said... Yeah, and then uh, it was Cam that asked him the question, what would your father want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you got to what really what Colby wanted as well was to make some transformation. And it was very much that, his yeah. decision. He was ready to make that yeah. change. Yeah. And, and the thing about a beard, going back to women's hair, yeah. you know, women's hair frames the face. It's a very important part. Um, but I've also heard that a beard is essentially makeup for a man, yeah. right? But some of these guys don't realize that sometimes the beard becomes too much. Yeah. It becomes a mask and not the makeup that's highlighting and contouring your face. Yeah. And I noticed when they shaved down the beard a little bit, it added a contour to their face that okay. made them very sleek. And they did lo- and they no longer wanted to hide. Yeah. Yeah. So they and for me, the transformation was Felicia. I was floored by her transformation. Like she out of nowhere because I didn't even know that she lost that much mm-hmm. you know? right yeah. <laughs> I was like well, wait a minute what the hell happened here? Yeah. and I think we saw the same surprise on Dalvet's face too he, he spoke to her and he, he sure did Dalvet yeah. you're not hiding it from us <laughs> we saw it he, he looked like he was maybe maybe asking her on a date there I, but, I, I got a, I got a uh, little bit off topic there but Dalvet and Jen you yeah. both have won me over because yeah. the, both of them are looking slick too. I'm looking mm-hmm. at Dolvet and I'm like, that guy's a stud. And Jen's looking beautiful in her dresses. Every dress is like, and, wow. Dolvet looks like on? a beautiful. Bob looks head. good. They got, and you guys and are they're so it. engaged with the the contestants. Like you, it's just emotion after emotion. You see how much they care for all the contestants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely there. And the, the, that heart space, I think, is what makes it all possible. Because when you see the depth of emotion that uh, everybody's yeah. going to going through. That that's not something forced. Yeah. It's not something that's contrived. It can't be. You know, when you get the little boy that's sitting with his mom and and waiting for Lauren to come out, and um, boy, that little boy won me over with a little colorful oh, bow tie yeah. and uh, a little Caleb, right? Yeah. Oh my God! You saw the look in his eyes, and you know they're capturing real, real emotion here, and it's spot on about the trainers really uh, being there for them and really caring about them. And that's what makes that's what makes the show gripping. Yeah, I thought I thought the reveals were so crazy with the family and Roberto and Jake. I think it was mm-hmm. Jake it was his son. And like just watching the emotion of the families. And who was it that was it Lauren? I, I want to say there was a boyfriend. Oh, it was Aaron. The Aaron, boyfriend yeah. and the mom. Aaron, Maddie Boo. That those faces on on her family members, on her boyfriend and her mom, were priceless. Yeah. Like yeah. they were just floored by boyfriend's excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the other thing about it. It's like. You fall in love with the person, right? But let's be honest. Even if you're married for 50 years, if some hot, you know, chick walks by a guy or whatever the case may be, you're going to look. It's like now you get another... You're getting a wife and a girlfriend basically in one. You're getting a wife and a girlfriend in one. It's a twofer. Yeah, Yeah, you're getting a twofer. I mean, that that is the ultimate win. I found it interesting before they saw their families. Didn't they have to go look in the mirror first? Yeah, yeah. Now, I kept thinking to myself... When I was a kid, remember the first day of school, you'd be really excited. 
to go and just show off that outfit yeah, and that, you dance that, in the yeah, mirror oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah, give okay. them a little something yeah. I was waiting on everybody to do that but it was really funny to see them look at themselves and you could tell they wanted to do a little a yeah. little dance but they were trying to hold it back, hold back they, were, they were trying to hold it back you can flex on NBC yeah. do it it's alright it. it's okay and they've worked hard for it they so, yeah. worked hard I, would, I, I wanted to see them do a little more in the mirror by themselves have that moment with yourself where you just get it because you know you're looking good. And, and I think that's Could you do that one more time? Just demonstrate so they can see. Just so you they know, know you're looking good. And I you know you do that in the morning, Chris. I, I absolutely do not. I have, you know, <laughs> they, what they say about white people is true. I have zero rhythm. <laughs> but when you're in the mirror by yourself, have, have your moment. Chris, do that tomorrow morning. I want you to just, <laughs> just get dolled up. You know, the you're looking up. fantastic. Right, just give you. the mirror a one-two. A one-two. And right. I, I think that's important, though. I think that's important. And that's why they had this episode. Was it's important to give yourself that one two in the mirror because mm-hmm. you do need to see how far you've come and that I really am excited to see how hard they work in the next two weeks, given now that they can see what their transformation has led to. What's yeah. that? And I'm I'm curious for you because you I know you're a great trainer. You've been doing it for a long time. When you have clients that you work with over time and you see the, the amazing transformation that they go through. Uh, is there some point where you get to go back and look at the before photos or anything mm-hmm. like that and, and see the... Well, no, I haven't really trained any clients, but I did work with a team of um, students as they rode for this crew team. Yeah. And helping, like, watching people go from just, you know, these kids, you know, 15, 16 to 18, mm-hmm. and turning into athletes. And, wa- and we had some kids that were overweight, and they went from just losing like tons and tons of weight and to really muscular not just and yeah rowing kids, serious yeah, yeah. and they're kids so they have higher levels of you know HGH and testosterone right. yeah, running through their blood metabolism and the metabolism is still up but yeah just watching them make those changes and seeing it for themselves after a while where they could really internalize yeah mm-hmm. then you saw the difference you saw things start to click for them it's so powerful and, yeah. and you know they've made the point in a couple of occasions I think somebody said uh, I think it was Bob said to Colby you look 10 years younger. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It looks amazing. And it's true. When you lose the weight, when you let it go or donate mm-hmm. it to the universe or whatever yeah. you want to say. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> People say when you lose something, you go out looking for it again and usually yeah. find more. But um, when you get rid of that, when you shed those extra pounds, uh, it does make you feel younger. Yeah. Yeah. And you can touch your toes again when you can yeah. see your you, toes again. You can again. see things that yeah. you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. I forgot that Forgive was there. me, but I was thinking that to myself. <laughs> oh, like, sure that, Imagine yeah. seeing parts of your body that you really haven't seen with your the amount eyes, of clarity. Yeah. And, and <laughs> right? you know, like that can be shocking. Um, but Colby, to your point, they said he looked 10 years younger, and Colby said, I feel yeah. 10 years younger. And Steven was like, I feel like I'm back in college again, you know? See, I, th- I think that's something that, you know, for anybody that's looking to lose weight, that are watching these people go through these ordeals, and they're learning, because a lot of people learn from this show as mm-hmm. well. They do. Yeah. It's something to realize that it truly it youthens you. It's yeah. like Merlin aged backwards, right? And mm-hmm. Arthurian <laughs> legend. So you get to, it truly does youthen you. I, I know that when I, I was married for one year, I was obviously really good at it. You did better um, than Kim K. But, uh, you did better than Kim K. Yeah, okay, yeah, I did better yeah. than Kim K. All right, but uh, but yeah, who's competing? Uh, but I was married for one year. But when leading up to the wedding day, like I'm sure a lot of people do, I got in the best shape that I've been in my later years, and I was almost at my high school weight just before that. All the photos looked great, looked spectacular, and then I put some weight back on again, and yeah. it's like wow. 
you know, to get back to that place, I remember how much younger I felt. And right mm-hmm. now, I'm, I'm training again, and it's like, I, I, I do and feel we, I think we heard Jackie like, say that. Jackie said, like, now she feels as pretty as she was on her wedding day, you yeah. know? And that's like that one day that you prepare for. So yeah. now maybe she can maintain this going forward. That, that youthening aspect yeah. of it, I think, is, is, is really, really neat for people. Is I, it weird that. So Jackie and Stephen are married. Yeah. Right. They're married. They're yeah. married. They are They're together. Married. They're, married. Yeah. They're right. together. But I was thinking to myself, you know, you get excited for date night. Yeah. You know what your partner looks like. And these two, it's like they've lost all the weight and they get the makeover and they get the tan and they get the new hair and all this stuff coming mm. together. Do they bunk together? Because I wonder uh, what that night was like. I wonder uh, if it was better than the wedding night. I think it would give them an unfair advantage. I don't know. <laughs> they burned some extra calories. Oh, wait, now, speaking of, speaking of, what did you think of Aaron's boyfriend when he showed up? It's like, that's the guy who helped her pass the challenge before? Remember when oh, she lost, okay. <laughs> she lost yeah, the extra weight? She got the visit <laughs> and she was able to pass the challenge. And he's, he's like, a, you know, he's one of those people that kind of come in like uh, Steven did. Yeah. Yeah. Like who would look at this guy and think, yeah. boy, he's going to help her lose a couple yeah. pounds. Yeah. But, but more power to him. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, Maddie Boo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good right. Job. Good job. Very good. And so how would you feel if you go there to go support your loved one on the ranch and they put you to work? <laughs> I'd be mad as hell. I thought that I was like, wow, that's bold. That, that almost had me throw off my earphones. Like, this is some mess. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I think, and they all look surprised. They yeah. all look surprised. Yeah. But, you know, the funny part is, look, you you hang around what you are. Yeah. And a lot of these folks are, are overweight, and that's because there are people around them who have probably made that acceptable because they're also not displaying proper eating habits and, and exercise yeah. habits. Right. So, in all honesty, they need to be out there, too. Yeah. I, I noticed a, a lot of their family and friends needed to be out there as well. And I love that Stephen and Jackie picked their children. In that right. one daughter was a little overweight. Lauren's and daughter. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, oh, it was Stephen and Jackie's daughter. Her yeah. Daughter. yeah, yeah. And and the other and they had two kids. And so even though they picked the kids, because we were first thinking, you know, why are you picking the kids? You, you want to win. I was <laughs> mad. Right. I'm you like, come win. on, <laughs> you're trying to win or what? <laughs> that child Way to go for her daughter, though. She stepped up and she said, you know what? I got to do this for my mom. She's done so much for me. I'm yeah. going to step up and do this. And you can see. You can see that uh, the uh, Jackie and Steven really want to be the good role, role models. models. Yeah. yeah, it shows the importance of that because kids really just model after what yeah. they see. They soak you know, it in their such sponges. A simple thing, exactly. It's funny because the daughter, to your point, she she's very compassionate. You can tell she gets it. Yeah. But I got the feeling that the daughter is the strongest one in their household. Really? Why is that? Her attitude, even when they when they first went and saw them, she had a confidence. She about had a her. confidence, but I'm like. That girl is watching someone. I mean, I'm, I don't know how they are at home, but yeah. just seeing Jackie and Stephen, they don't necessarily display that kind of bravado. But yeah. their daughter has bravado. Yeah. I'm like, girl, work, <laughs> work. I love it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, more, yeah. more power to them. And 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 wait, if there's a point to be made, it's that because when I saw the daughter, it's like. Uh, you know, way to go on that attitude and keep following your father and your mother's example and and. You know, it's getting the best shape of your life, and yeah. you'll, you'll love you'll you'll love your life even more. It yeah. makes life yeah. spectacular, and um, and we do model our parents. You know, there's um, they they say that before the age of seven. So this is something that I uh, studied a bit and, and teach is that the neurology, so all the neural pathways are firing off so quickly um, that by seven to nine years old, most of the major neural pathways and when we think of a habit, a habit's an actualized neural network. It's an order and sequence of neurons that mm. fire off in the mind and body. 
And so they're like finely grooved roads. So they're very easy roads to take. And most of those are really ingrained before the age of seven to nine years old. So just being around the parents, you're like a little sponge. You soak things in. That's why people get further out in life. They say, I become my mother. I become my father. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, your actions speak louder than your words and they become very strong nonverbal mm -hmm. suggestions for how one should behave. And so you look at where the daughter's at mm -hmm. and the parents get that if they don't change what they're doing, yeah. they, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of missing the mark in terms of being able to really pave some powerful pathways for her yeah. to live an extraordinary life. <sighs> Sorry, I just kind of vomited for a little while there. No, no, <laughs> no I mean, it's, it's true. On. Yeah, I think that's spot on. I think that's what we got to see this time is how their own decisions affect the people around them. Mm -hmm. And so um, so who we, we had Erin winning the this challenge, right? Uh, the, yep. So she, mm -hmm. she gets her one pound advantage. How'd you like her haircut? Oh, I love that new Girl. hair. Right? Ooh, she, she worked that. it. Yeah, she yeah. worked it. And I think even she said she was hiding and she wanted a haircut that like really revealed her herself. Little rocker, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I, I just love that whole that whole theme throughout the entire show of people just going. I, I'm truly who I'm supposed to be right well, now. And, and and they the and I don't I know you're going someplace here, uh, but what I want to add to your point there is that. Um, the stylists really helped to bring their authentic selves out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was that was neat. They captured yeah. the essence yeah. of who the people were. And and I was really, really impressed with both Tim as well as Ken. Ken, <laughs> Ken I, I love you. That's like, like I saw the work I was watching. Wow, this guy's amazing. You know, so yeah. um, they, they referenced how and I can't remember who said it, but someone referenced Aaron being a rock star. Yeah. And so finding clothes that really brought out that rock star in her, they did an excellent job of that. Yeah, yeah I thought so, too. And um, then we we have our little heart to heart with Bob Harper. Which I, I love that they're having that continual mental massage for all to. these people. You so, have to. what do you think of that heart to heart? Well, you know, it's it's necessary when you're going through that many changes. You're talking about physical changes. You're talking about being away from your kids. Sometimes you just need an ear. Yeah, you just need an ear because you're you're going through so many changes. I mean, you sometimes you need an ear just getting off the four hundred five, yeah. right? <laughs> so just imagine all the things that I'm being True. for real. Sometimes no, I'm, I'm like, can somebody just li yeah. listen to me for ten minutes? Right. But they're going through all these different things. You talk about somebody being away from their kids for ten weeks. I mean, I don't have any kids, and thank the Lord, but I'm I'm assuming once you get them, you really do cherish them, right? <laughs> so, not that you know of, right? I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess, you guys. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to be away from your kids, and then somebody screaming at you, like all this stuff going on, you you need a constant check-in. And, yeah. and Bob is, has an excellent way of nurturing um, and, and offering advice. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And I thought Kobe... Well, you know, and again, that here is he makes me feel bad because I was kind of like anti Kobe the right. last few you look, episodes. You've been riding Kobe. Yeah, I was just like, come on. And now you get the real story of the father committing suicide and Kobe in there cleaning up the blood, mm -hmm. and and that I mean, it kind of brought it back to me and that he really is this very genuine, mm -hmm. really kind-hearted person that's very concerned for other people. That was a theme that was going through tonight. Um, was the passing of fathers or the yeah. or the lack of fathers? Yeah, you know, and I. 
just me being transparent and just you know letting you guys in a little bit. I had lost about sixty pounds myself. Oh wow! Um, I I gained a ton of weight lot. after my dad died, yeah. and so like I was getting a little choked up listening to Aaron and listening to Cole because I remember when you're going through those moments of just pain, you just want something to comfort you, and yeah. sometimes it can be food, mm-hmm. right? But then you start thinking about that person that you miss and thinking about how they would look at you at your best, mm-hmm. and I think that's what really has been pushing Colby and Aaron because they, they remember their father's memory and they yeah. want they want to present even if he's not here in the present on earth they know that, that he can still see them yeah. so I thought it was just really interesting to, to hear about people's loss yeah because it reminded me of when they did the at Vivian Westwood where she had the purple and the pancreatic mm-hmm. cancer she brought that up and it just kind of showed you these extra notes to these people that they are very affected by certain things that happen in life, and it can be so easy to let your health go mm-hmm. when these things happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, there's this, and what we got to see was this catharsis where it really takes, you know, when somebody has a significant emotional event in their life, and it could be the passing of somebody, it could be uh, anything that she, I mean, it could be a heart attack, it could be something yeah. else that happens yeah. to you that's really significant, where it's like all of a sudden your whole world's turned upside down, and when you're living in anger and grief and resentment and sadness and it's like and it's boiling over you need an outlet you know and, mm-hmm. and it could be and it could be an overload and so they reach out for food or whatever it is just to get some temporary relief or satisfaction or just some the comfort foods as we, yeah. as we talk about and what's neat is that the show is actually tracing it back to the root they're having conversations yeah. uh-huh. about it. They're getting things out that might not get out otherwise. And I have to compliment, you know, kudos to all all, all of the coaches, to Jen, to Dolvet, who we'd still really love to get on the show. So if you guys uh, oh, want to yes. come out here, we'd love to have you on our couch. It's it's open right now. Uh-huh. It, we, I can't say that it's going to be open for a long time, so you may have to call us quick. Call. Uh, yeah. Call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call the call. Uh, but... but I, I'm going to give them all kudos. You know, for, uh, I think on behalf of all of us, we'd say this. But uh, you've got Jen, you've got Dolvet, you've got Bob, who's doing a great, uh, great job. He knows the right conversations to have. Um, and also that we have Tim and we have Ken. <laughs> all of them were playing these. Uh, you know, they're not therapists, but they're playing. Uh, life coach type roles within what they're doing. They're doing it really, really well. Kudos. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Excellent. Yeah. And I know some of the earlier criticisms when The Biggest Loser first started was that they weren't really taking care or nurturing the contestants in a long term manner. Right. And so this, I mean, this season, at least for me, has been exemplary in the way they're treating the contestants and making sure they are set up for success after they leave the ranch. Yeah. If somebody really resolves something like that and they have a new outlook on life, whether well, you look at Colby with these, you know, all these little things that seem so small or seem so symbolic can be huge in his life. Mm-hmm. And the short beard can remind him for years moving forward about who, uh, the, new, the new man he's become. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Even you know? the clothes. I mean, I, I grew up an athlete, so for me to let my body go at one point and then I can't wear things I used to wear, it, it's it's crazy to me. Once you get back into those clothes and you start working those outfits, so you weird. never want to go back. Yeah, you never want to go powerful, back to plus size. Yeah, <laughs> it's a powerful reminder. It is a of very, what you can I mean, be. it's a very powerful reminder, and and hopefully that's one that will carry them. Uh, yeah, because the reality is is you can go back, and that's mm-hmm. the that's the tough part is yeah. that. It's so easy, and you probably know better than any of us, Shock. 
Chewbacca because you're so dang lean. Uh, this guy is ripped like nothing you've ever seen. You're not going to take your shirt off for us, are you? No. All right, all right, all right. Maybe a season finale. Right? Yeah. Bust out the baby. Shotgun reveal. Boom, yeah. shakalak. But um, the reality is, is that... You know, you don't think about the the amount of calories in a in a coffee if it's sweetened with something yeah. or a vanilla latte. You don't think of the little things that mm-hmm. start to add up, and it's so easy. And so they might reach out for it because of an emotional need to for comfort, but they also might reward themselves, yeah. thinking, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I got this now." And then pretty soon find themselves on the off track again. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of, we we I mean, what, what I loved about this episode was there was actually just one elimination. That was my favorite part. Yeah. And now, but now. Now we had our one elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about Lauren going home? Well, let me just say this. Um, she will not be the biggest loser this season. However, she is the winner of the best shoes. During the makeover, she had the best shoes. Was it, were they the red ones? The, the twinkly ones. The red... They were black, twinkly. Oh, black. They just okay. really popped off that red yeah. carpet. So, girl, congratulations. You won the best <laughs> shoes of the makeover. Um, but, you know, I, I feel for yeah. I really feel for But... It gets hard after you, if you're not super big to begin with, yeah. and you can speak to it because, you know, you're a trainer and whatnot, um, it, it becomes harder to, to have those big losses when yeah. you don't have a whole lot to lose. So she shouldn't hang her head. Yeah. And at the end, it showed her at home. I think she was in the 170s, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Yes, yeah, so I think she's lost yeah. a yeah. total of 66 pounds by the update, which is amazing. That's yeah. insane. I mean, I haven't weighed 170 since high school, <laughs> and I know that we, we're different sexes and all, uh, we think, but um, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure my, my stuff out. But that's a joke, <laughs> joke, joking people. Um, but, um, uh, but Lauren, I think she did fantastic. I love the fact that the weight loss continues. Yeah. Um, and I think that the show was really smart in terms of having that after show mm-hmm. uh, prize yeah. because it, it would be a shame if everybody went and got fat in the next two yeah. weeks, you know. Yeah. So instead, we've got the motivation. We see these people getting lean because at first I was like, wow. When they, they show afterwards, like, how the heck are all these people continuing to get lean? Well, they got a prize yeah. coming at them. Yeah. And they've got the, some sort of a review or something yeah. right at the end. Yeah. But yeah. I did have a little hmm moment when we had the <laughs> twist of when they said... Well, now you have to defend yourself and sell yourself. And Lauren really said, look, oh. I, I had the high percentage. Come on. Did, it went from <laughs> Biggest Loser to Jerry Springer yeah. real quick. Very quick. Very quick. I got uncomfortable. I was like, oh, something's about to pop off. Yeah, Felicia wasn't too happy about, you know, the comment about I deserve to be in the finals because she feels like she deserves. She's made it 10 weeks, too. What do you think about that? I, you know, the funny, I mean, it was like they had to add the drama, you know, so that's yeah. like, a, that's part of the production. It's like, let's flip that switch and add <laughs> a little bit of tension. Um, but and I I felt for both of them because they they, they probably liked each other to yeah, some yeah. but all of a sudden you hear somebody saying something negative about you and then you're saying and it you're back two and, weeks yeah. away from possibly being the biggest loser you're, they're at the end now so things might get a little bit more cutthroat I don't Felicia's know Felicia's face just cracked me up as soon as Lauren started going in yeah. she just turned and said are you <laughs> <laughs> say what I was like I know that's right I, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just what, yeah. because it hits you out of the blue. But I, I one thing about Lauren, uh, with you know, they they voted her off probably because she was uh, more competitive than Felicia was going to be 
Yeah, I wasn't sure. They really and that's hit, like a backhanded compliment. They really, yeah. they really hid some of their re- reasoning behind like the emotional stuff. Oh, I, you know, I have to because I love this person the most, and I just met. You know, I trust you more. Like basically, but it wasn't strategic. I felt like it was a little bit more strategic. Probably, yeah. It was yeah. super strategic. strategic. Yeah. I'm letting you stay because I know I can beast you next week. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I'm no, preparing <laughs> to kill you next week. But no one wants to say it. beast me next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no one wanted to say it. But yeah, yeah nobody wants kinda, to say everyone, it. Everyone, I think everyone's starting to play the game because they're so close to the end. Yeah. Yeah. What, so what I loved well to, I, one thing I want to say about Lauren that I love her son Caleb yeah. that kid was so cute oh, to man. see him come in with that little teeny pastel bow tie and to see the look in his eyes but then to see him when he played the game and he's turning, and the, he's turning the thing man yeah. that kid was working it he yeah. wanted to win and that I, I just uh, you know I, I, I love seeing that it touched me well we have a little limited fields but let's hear who you think is going to win now it's a winnow oh. down Boy, uh, you gonna put me on the spot, or can we put oh, McCall on the spot? McCall first. <laughs> you know what? Um, at this point, I'm I'm gonna start being strategic myself. Like we okay. can get into the emotional part. I like Aaron's dedication. I think that she has a lot of heart, and she has a, a big reason for losing the weight, right? But yeah. I'm, I'm playing the percentages. Roberto, Roberto still has a lot of weight to lose, yeah. right? Um, so I feel like Roberto could win because mm. he still has so much weight to lose. Listen okay. to you go. I mean, I mean, because yeah. I just feel like no, but there's a, solid reasoning. Yeah, I feel like some yeah. of these guys are going to start hitting that that plateau moment mm-hmm. where they're not going to have big losses. They talked about that. Like you know, at this point, it's going to be hard for me to have big losses. Yeah. I think Roberto can still pull some big losses. Yeah, with but I think big he, fine self. I think you glazed <laughs> or glanced over the most important point that you just made, which was that Aaron has a big reason to win. What happens to Aaron's career? If yeah. she wins this, if she were to win this competition, so right. you, are you calling it for Aaron Rockstar? I, well, that's a, you know, like, you know, I'm really impressed with Stephen right now, and Jackie's been just pulling through very, very steadily. Um, you, there's so many good players and good competitors. Uh, you know what would be neat to see? It would be neat to see Aaron win. I'm not saying that I'm, that uh, she's going to, but it would be neat to see her win because it would give her a chance to relaunch. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think I think she has the heart to do it. I just feel like body wise, I don't know if her body can actually get her there. And she didn't uh, perform as well the last two weeks. That's two weeks in a row because she had immunity the week before. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I think, and she had minus six this week, but and the helped by the other. So it's minus seven, I think, mm-hmm. total for the one pound advantage okay, she won. But um, but Jackie, I think is I, I'm still gonna go for Jackie's Jackie. Really? Yeah. I, she's just been quietly like a little tiger, and every time I've seen her get a little bit of hope, she works a little bit harder. Um, it started with that one challenge with the sun and having to row out to the the yacht, and ever since then I've just seen her just really. And her and Stephen have kind of gone under the radar. Yeah, but they are just both like silently yeah. just killing it. He got he lost ten pounds, she lost nine pounds this week, and they're the only couple that has each other still. You know what but, makes yeah. me scared about Jackie and Stephen though, mm-hmm. um, and not to be ageist. Yeah. However, yeah. I, I I feel like because I looked at Jackie's ankle, she's already wearing an ankle brace. Yeah. It's like at some point your body's going to start breaking down. Yeah. Oh. I mean, come on. I had, well, two more weeks to go. I, I think I think we're going to see them really. I think they'll be able to push it to the limit for two more weeks. Let me ask you, what percentage of their motivation do you think is for their daughter? Oh, I, th- I think it's one hundred percent. I think they were both very concerned with being good role models for their daughter, and yeah. um, I think it, I think it showed the, the last four or five episodes, and he, and the part that they have not, no one's really noticed them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think they're kind of like. 
you know hanging what? in. You just um, I'll tag on a little psychological concept. Uh, Carl Jung was a, a, a big fan of the concept of per, uh, perception as projection, which means you can't see anything outside of you that isn't you. It's a, the world's a reflection of your consciousness. Yeah. And he said that by necessity, we must project that which is unresolved at the unconscious level out onto the external world so that we might gain resolution of it. So if we don't deal with our own emotions, they could emerge in physiological dis-ease and things like that, which we would look at as the weight. And if that isn't enough of a wake-up call, it's like you get the feather, then you get the two-by-four, then it projects itself outward into people, situations, and things. And I think they're seeing the reflection of themselves and their daughter, mm-hmm. and it's like... Hell, we got to do. We have about not this. listened. We didn't listen to the emotions. We didn't listen to that. We didn't listen to that. We didn't listen to all these uh, other precursors, and now we're seeing it reflected back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know that could work in multiple different ways. Not just in your daughter. It could work in your business. It could work in other, other, other places as well. And so. didn't Stephen say that uh, his background is in sales? Yeah. So, was that, yeah. that Stephen? So now he he finally has that look to present himself the way he wants to, and he was having trouble finding work because he couldn't present that's himself. Right, in that's the right. That's right. Way. But we are almost at the end, so I would love to get so your guys' sad. fitness tips for our viewers. So, yeah, what do we have, Chris? <laughs> I love it. He's, he plans it out, and then he throws it, and then he lobs it. Um, fitness tip is... <laughs> uh, remember, you can uh, make change on, on all sorts of different levels. I think the deepest level of change that you can make is at the level of identity. So, if nothing else... Uh, if you started, uh, stop saying that you didn't have what it takes or that you're fat and instead give yourself auto-suggestion. It goes back to Kauaisms. Uh, Kauai used to say, every day and every way I get a little better. Start calling yourself an athlete. When you're going to the gym, I'm an athlete. I'm a warrior. I'm an athlete. I'm a warrior. And, beca- and, and adopt and assume that identity. And pretty soon, you'll be doing it. Absolutely. Uh, I would say that my fitness tip um, relates to where the, the contestants are at right now. You're training really hard, and sometimes your body needs an opportunity to recover and actually get smaller. So get your sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, five hours of sleep mm-hmm. is not enough. Go to bed at nine. Yeah. Give yourself eight, nine, hell, ten hours to really let your body recover, and you'll wake up smaller. I promise you. <laughs> I've, I've, I've gotten up like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I think for me, in keeping with the theme of this week, is when you embark on your fitness journey, look in the mirror and take pictures. Like, take pictures of yourself every single day because when you're going through it, sometimes you can't see the progress you're making. And it's when you look at the last 10 pictures you took and you start to realize you've done Damn. some work. Yeah. And it's so motivational as you're on your fitness journey. You know what? Nice. I have one more tip yeah. Um, yeah. relating to clothes. When I was embarking on my fitness um, journey, my re-journey, yeah. you know, like I said, athlete my whole life, but I went to Nordstrom and I bought a beautiful dress, mm. um, way too expensive for any point in my life. But I said, <laughs> I'm going to buy this dress, was not my size, yeah. and I put it on my door in my bedroom. So I reached my clothes, my door, my bedroom, I had to look at this dress. A visual. That's and a it's like, I'm strategy. going to wear this dress. <laughs> yeah. A, I paid too much money for it, and B, it's beautiful. So That's my awesome. tip is, go find that outfit that you know you will rock. And hang it up somewhere in your house. And do not stop until you can wear it. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our tips today. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, Please check us out on iTunes. Give us five stars. Um, Check us out on YouTube, Twitter. And make sure you you share share with us your comments. Uh, And just want to let you know, I'm Shaka Smith, Shaka Strong. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. 
It's your girl McCall Hall. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on excuse me on Instagram at so McCall Hall. When sports and pop culture collide, it's the McCall Hall of Fame. Nice. And Chris Howard at, at Chris Howard Live on Twitter. LegendaryLivingDaily.com for tips and stuff, and then LegendaryLivingTV.com for YouTube. Thank Rock you for joining on. us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 